Hello, I am Tracy Hitchings. My guest today is Chris Mooter, frontman of Cafe Fistbite. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and a very good night to you wherever you are across the globe. I am transmitting from the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. You have tuned into Tracy's Prog World. Welcome back, all you guys out there to TBW on a very warm and uh, shifted weather front of this last few days here on, on the good old land of Oz or in the good old land of Oz. So we woke up on Friday morning gone in a hut on stilts on a mountain called Mount Cotton in the outer Brisbane bush um, area. It was that area. Uh, greeted by the sound of the kookaburras laughing and the sun streaming in through the window and the snakes are well and truly out of hibernation as um, we were watching the python curl its way around a tree. So a bit scary, but a bit um, uh, exciting as well. So that was absolutely great. And this was the day that my stepson and daughter-in-law were going to be married. So on such a glorious day, blue skied, a stunning summer's day with celebrations that didn't disappoint. So, well, we're back here on the Gold Coast now and raring to go. Chris is waiting patiently here in the, the cyber Zoom, the cyber, the cyber Zoom space. And uh, so let's beam him over and welcome him onto Tracy's Prog World. So welcome, Chris Motor. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. You're so welcome. It's great to see you, Chris. You know, well, Chris, it's been written about Cafe Fistfight that you are, and of course you're representing them today. We're going to talk all about them. But it has been written about you that you are stocking the freshest grooves and tasty jams. Written <laughs> about us or written by us? Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, was it really? Well, let me finish yeah, it. Because yeah. I was going to ask that question. <laughs> Who wrote that? So, yeah. So you're stocking <laughs> the freshest grooves and tasty jams and the Cafe Fistfight provide oral sustenance and strength you need to take down all who stand before you. So come on, who was a creator? Well, that was actually created by our brilliant bass player, Jesse Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a wordsmith when it comes to that sort of stuff. Excellent stuff. So, so you are in the evening in the North Island, aren't you, of New Zealand? Yep, where you're coming from, based in Auckland. Yeah, you've been greeted with a little bit of wind today. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't know. I've hardly been out of the house from all this lockdown oh, stuff. Yeah. So you, right, studioitis. That's right, because you are a musician. I expect you to have studioitis. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Cafe Fistbite is basically a group of best friends Chris you're the front man Dan's the drummer yeah Jess is the bass and have also been in bands together for about nine years now or maybe a little less but around that that um time and you say Chris we decided to start leaning into more of my singer-songwriter style and thus Cafe Fist Fight was born and yes you go on to say I've always had a very dynamic and progressive writing style. So yes. um, it's so it's managed to blend into your more rocky driven full band style very easily. So it flowed very easily for you. That's um does that sound about right to you? If that's something that you were saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's where the that's where the fist fight comes along in the cafe. Ah, righty ho. So I, I love the word and I'm thinking this is this born, is this the fight to get the music out there or is it um just fighting off what? what? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Just, and that doesn't matter, does it? Because I no. love the I love the cream cake. That is just with the fist coming out. I love that. 
That's that's a good one. That is a very good one. So, um, okay. So after a few months, you said to the guys, hang on, we need a lead guitarist and asked down the drummer if his brother Josh would be interested. Josh was previously in a metal band called In Carnium. Yeah, Carnium. Uh, however, he had jammed with you guys a few times and was looking for something different, wasn't he? And since yeah, yeah, and since Incarnium, yeah. um, at a year or so later, and here we are now talking to you. So you're a four piece. What have you got to say about um, the band so far? How long have you actually been Cafe Fist Fight? I'd say it must be somewhere around two years, two and a half years, something like that. That is that we've officially been Cafe Fist Fight. But as we said, um, we've obviously I've been in bands with Jesse and, and Dan for such a long time. Um, but some of the songs we play as Cafe Fist Fighter songs I wrote that we use in previous bands, which were basically just the same the same guys with a different guitarist. Um, yeah, so you bring some of the other things in I to think, fill it out, and yeah, there's yeah. one or, one or two songs maybe I think that we that we still play from those old old times. Um, yeah, and with with the likes of Josh coming along, it's just it's been absolutely awesome. We um we played a couple of shows as the three piece cafe fist fight, um, but and and they were great. But we just we just needed that extra bit of lead guitar in there, and it was awesome. Like we we jammed with Josh plenty of times at um parties and things like that. We play a lot of jam parties between us and stuff. So we thought it was a no brainer to ask him along, and it's just been really amazing. So has it alleviated you from something to enjoy it more, having that extra one there? It, it just needed it needed something more. It, it didn't. It, it had the vocal melodies and the acoustic guitar and stuff, but it just needed something to sort of tie it all together. So you're an Auckland-based rock band, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So now, of course, you've been out there doing it live, and you've also been doing some streaming that I've seen, and of course, the studio. So um, tell us about playing live. Playing live is always my favorite thing to do with music recording and all that stuff always takes the backseat to playing live it's just the most fun get to express all my songs and things to everyone um but yeah the the scene's actually it's evolving quite a lot around Auckland I think um and it's it's becoming more accommodating of, of the sound that we're that we're going for which is really really cool so we we, try, we want to get out there whenever we can I can't really say we've got any shows but because we just hit into this big lockdown mess unfortunately but yeah so then tell us about streaming because you've done some streaming haven't you Uh, I did a live stream myself an acoustic live stream yes um two weeks ago yes um which was which was really cool I'd never done a stream before apart from a game or two a few years back but um yeah it was it was really cool to see people just randomly tune in that I hadn't spoken to for a long time friends on Facebook and stuff they're just jumping and say hello and or start talking to each other as well. It's really quite quite amazing to see that, especially yeah. it, during it, lockdown it is, time. It is, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because when you're streaming, obviously it builds up numbers more easily because you go to the top more easily. So people see you more easily. Yeah. So that's that's the great part of it, isn't it? And, and I've seen your drummer do, I don't know if that was a stream or whether that he's, was recording. He's done actually. some recordings, yeah. He's, yeah. He does a couple yeah. of recordings when, yeah. when we were stuck in this lockdown stuff. He, he, yeah. he does recordings, so like a lot of covers and things and, and post them up. He's still he's still working on one that I've challenged him to, and then give us cover um, Six Sad Little World," which is a, such an amazing song. And the drumming is just so insanely hard. Yes. And yes. Every yeah. time I listen to that song, I'm 
jumping along and just oh man, Which I was honestly downplay this six sad little world. Right. And that's gonna be going on your album. On your no, no, that's that that's just the cover that Dan's recording at the moment for Facebook. That's my, my challenge to him. Yeah. Ah, excellent. Keep yeah. keep you on your toes, yeah? Oh yeah. yeah. He seemed very proud when he got to the end of it. So uh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And of course, tell us about the studio situation because obviously you're recording an EP and obviously you're getting your songs together and uh, Yeah, so, well, we were making really, really good progress up until the last few weeks when we've been locked up at home. Yeah. Um, but so we've, we've got a, a four song EP coming. Um, it's sort of a working title at the moment. Yeah. Can't actually, I think we've currently set on morning brew. Um, it, it's going really well. We, we've, we've finished pretty much finished and just polishing off the first two songs of the, of the song of the EP. Um, and the last two have, have mainly been, most of the parts have been recorded. We're just doing the last few things obviously play some of the songs now I don't know if these are anything to do with the EP or these are out already that you've done with other bands so you can actually um pull me up on this now I've been listening to Cafe Fistfight play a song called Service to Smile Service with a Smile yeah Service with a Smile thank you yeah that's that was our first our first debut on Spotify that one that one first you know first single yeah and that's not going on the album no so that the EP will be four new songs that aren't currently up on any media platforms yet. But, so there's it, but none of them has been shown out here because sometimes people do show some of their stuff. So you're keeping that under wraps and that's going to come out fresh, yeah. brand new. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So meanwhile, going back to uh, Service with a Smile, when I listen to that song, I want to be driving in my car down the freeway. All right. Mm-hmm. And, and going a bit too fast, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of those songs, isn't it? It really it has sure captured. Is, yeah. It's really captured that. So when yeah. did you guys write that one then? Um, it would have been a year, maybe maybe a bit more, year and a half ago. Um, I it would have been just before our first lockdown, I'd say actually. So, yeah, I I remember writing that one very very well because I, I tend to write all the songs as like an acoustic singer songwriter type of vibe, and then bring it to the guys about look what I made. Let's all make it a crazy rock song. Um, but I remember writing that one so well because I wrote it so fast because it just flew out of my head into this song. I spent a couple of hours just from start to finish writing the song. Usually I take quite a bit of time and over a few days I'll write piece by piece. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was amazing. I, I I wrote it all, recorded it on my little on my phone recorder and just sort of listened to it in bed for a little while. I was like, yeah, yeah, this is yeah. it. I like this. And that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great to know somebody else says it. Don't feel so mad now. (laughs) (laughs) We're all mad. Yeah. Oh, well, do you know what? It it, it wouldn't help if it wasn't, would it? So uh, (laughs) It'd be boring if we weren't mad. So, no, this is a slightly heavier track that's on Spotify, is um, Mm. King Hit, King Hit Quiche. Yes. What's that all about? What's the title all about? Um, I don't really know what the the title's about. It's just smacking something because you don't care, I guess. It's it's a it's a bit of a song about you know letting go and not not really caring too much and yeah just going nuts. <laughs> it's got that nice little bit more heavier aspect to it, isn't it? So the, yeah, yeah, it, it separates them very well. Sort of like a rocky blues sort of tone. Yeah, to it, I guess. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I did you know playing along to pocket change. Yeah, yeah. Another um, quite a, quite a different shift from those yeah, two as well. It, yeah. it is indeed, and uh, I think this is what Kev was saying about you. We'll come back to him later, but he was saying that about you. You know, actually, he said it's all wrong. 
<laughs> but it works. It really, really works. They're all wrong. <laughs> it shouldn't sure. work, but it does. Yeah. <laughs> but it does, yeah. yeah. And, and that's what you call, you know, people taking the risks and, you know, risk-taking. And that's when you develop and find new sounds, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. that's absolutely fantastic. So um, now let's uh, get to hear a bit about the band members and the part they play in Cafe Fifth Bite, as well as the instruments and, of course, their characters. So how would you define yourself? That's probably a little unfair, but how Ooh, are you yeah. seen by your bandmates? Well, let's leave that one to last, shall we? Okay, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> give you a bit of time, give you a bit of time. So, okay, I'll let you start with who you wish to start with. Okay, well, I guess we'll start with Dan, the drummer man. Right. Um, what, what do you want to know about, about the band? Uh, okay, so, um, oh, I don't know, are they, are they older than the 70s or um, how long have they been playing and how, <laughs> how did they We're all a similar with... age. You are, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm the youngest of the band, but right. not, by, not by much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, Dan and Jesse have been my best friends for so long. I could, I could tell you anything you want to know about them. They, um, they, they're honestly, both of them are such amazing guys, and Josh as well. Um, you, you couldn't, you really couldn't have better friends, and that's why all of our music works together, really, regardless of our styles and things. I think just because we're so comfortable with each other, it all just blends together. So Dan, Dan is honestly such an amazing drummer. I, every time I watch him drum, even like just on a recording, I'm like, he's so much better than all these other guys. It's so awesome. <laughs> he's, he's so, I wish I could be that good at drumming. I, I like to play a bit of drums as well sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. my God, I even try and listen along to our songs yeah. and try and jump to them. I'm like, no, no, this is, <laughs> what, what's going but on? He's got his own original style, hasn't he? So oh, yeah, uh, that, yeah. that's very exciting, particularly in a very, drummer. Very technical, but he knows where to put yeah. Where to put the, the real hard stuff yeah. and, yeah. and where, to, where to relax, I suppose you could say. And what, what's his character? Is he is he the comedian? Is he the serious one? Is he oh man? We're all comedians, I think. Oh, good. <laughs> you have to be. You have to yeah. be in this world. <laughs> um oh, he's he's really calm and collected and, and very intelligent as well. Yeah. Um yeah, he's he's always putting in really good points when we're having band meetings and stuff. He always sort of rationalizes things or, or makes people sort of take a step back and, and think about stuff yeah. that's yeah yeah okay let's go to the next one then all right <laughs> i guess we'll go on to jesse then yeah um the bass man he, he actually was originally when we first started playing in bands together he was the lead guitarist um and he's moved moved back to bass which was his original instrument um which is quite interesting to he recently put a a video on YouTube um, with like a guitar cover of an Intervals song, I believe, um, which was so cool. I'd seen him playing the guitar again. He's an absolute shredder on the guitar. Um, but yeah, he's, he's, our, he's our bass man now. And by no means basic though. Uh, but <laughs> Jesse's, Jesse's a big yes man. He'll, he'll say yes to anything if you ask him to do something. Oh, he'll bless. say yes. Um, he's a little sweetheart. Yeah. And yeah, I love him to this. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We're up to up to Josh. Yeah. Um, oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Josh. Josh is quite a, a different shift for for our band as well. He's a new, very new and unique personality to the band. Um, bit of a muscle head. <laughs> he's always always working oh, on his on his gym and his um, in his garage when he's not shooting on the guitar. 
But yeah, another another really fun, very funny character. It was always making me everything he says in that little chat just makes me lose my mind laughing. I'll start cracking up in the middle of nowhere on a bus or something <laughs> to see what Josh did and just like cry laughing. Mm-hmm. And people look at me quite funny. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. There's nothing like that team camaraderie, oh, yeah, is there? Yeah. When, when you're really having such a great time at what you're doing you just absolutely love it then you go out to play it live and have other people love it back and uh, yeah yeah you think yeah we've just got we've just simply got yeah to absolutely do this. yeah it is nothing we've got to do because it it's, it's the creative aspect of of our humanity isn't absolutely. it absolutely yeah that's our sovereignty mm. yeah when you see it reflected back in a crowd as well it's just nothing boosts you up more yeah it's why playing live would never never come second to anything for me Oh, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Um, so we come to mm. you. <laughs> how would you, how do you think your band would define you as a person? Jeez, I don't know. Um, pretty good songwriter, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, sounds <laughs> um, <I> like it. <laughs> man, I, I don't know how they describe me. I'm a bit all over the place. But, I, you know, I go up and down. I have, I couldn't write songs if I didn't have crazy mood swings and, all sorts of weird stuff going on, I suppose. But yeah, I mean, that, that'll tell you I'm a, a lovely guy, I suppose. <laughs> of course they would. <laughs> I should think yeah. they would. Yeah. Okay. So, so you do most of the songwriting then? From what yeah. You're I mean, like, I I tend to. I don't. I try. Can't think of any that I didn't start off writing on the acoustic. I think like, I tend to just. Yeah. I write a breath on the acoustic and I, oh, I like this. I play that. Usually play that for a little while, maybe a month or two then decide to put some lyrics on top of it when they come out, throw them on top and be like, oh, look, I wrote a little acoustic song. And I'll, they'll have, it'll have its dynamics and it'll know where it's going for the song and they'll know where to, how to follow it along and just show them and they're like, yeah, awesome, let's, let's make it a song. Yeah, yeah isn't that so great? That's, like, that's just so great. So it could, it could start taking its own shape with the band coming in, but they've got that to go. Yeah, so, yeah, it's got the skeleton of the song. And, and like, for example, like Josh is really good at... at, at suggesting slight different chord changes or or slight changes to it to, to make it sound a bit better or stronger in certain areas which is which is awesome um but yeah the skeleton of the song and like it's a song on its own before i bring it to the band but um but it, it becomes a whole new piece of music with with those guys they add all their all their opinions and yeah so they, and so, suggestions so to they it. kind of um a cafe fist fight it don't they yeah, <laughs> they put the they smash it into place. Yeah. It was in the cafe, and then they started ruckus. They put the jam and the cream and all that stuff, and it's like that. Yeah, there you have exactly. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, wh- who are your inspirations for writing? Oh, my, my biggest inspirations: Incubus, Brandon Boyd, by by Miles. I just really love those guys. I think I think you'd probably hear a bit of it in, in my music as well. What is it that you love about them? What is it? Oh, just everything, the, the sound, their dynamics, um, the lyrics, although sometimes a little clouded by metaphors for some people. I just, I really, I love their stuff, everything about it, old, they're new. It's all very different, but it's all stuff that I love. So, and your favourite artists, have you just named them? Because they're your inspirations, and I just wondered about favourite artists. 
Oh, that, that, when I think favorite, I just think Incubus. And then there's, so, there's such a pile of other stuff yeah. that I listen to. Yeah. But if I if I have to say favorite, it's yes. just going to be Incubus. Okay, there's really cool. nothing else. So you, you know who it is. Yeah. You know what? That's obviously a driving oh, yeah. passion that gets you wanting to do what you do, even if other things come into it and other yeah. sounds or other uh, other um, people that you've loved along the way, that, that can come in. But the one driving thing is that that's it for you, Incubus. Okay. So, okay. Yes, yeah. And you were talking something of merchandise. Um, I'm interested in what you'd like to say about merchandise. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to work on it. I mean, it's it's kind of a hard thing to push when you're a small band and, and don't have a lot of forums to, to, I guess, sell merchandise. We just we just make it for our live shows. Um, but we've got, like, we've made these little coffee mugs that I actually gave one to Kev. Um, <laughs> And it was ecstatic, although I'd forgotten to bring it a couple of times. Just wasn't too happy about that. But um, it's like a little um, laser etched logo of ours on on a little mug, which is really cool. Um, got a couple of t-shirts and all that sort of stuff. Trying to work on sort of strange little knickknacks and things, key rings and stuff, um, stickers all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's quite it's quite fun actually. Just making merch and selling it to your mates. <laughs> so are you doing the designs or are you getting ideas for the designs or um, are you just finding a company that can take that for you? All and... the designs are basically just our, our logo on stuff. Like I, Your logo is that, um, the, the the cake with the fist muffin, which I absolutely love your logo. That is so clever. The yeah. fist muffin thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, I think we all came up with that one, actually. We're just trying to brainstorming what we could do that sort of Cafe and fist fight related. What about a muffin on a fist coming out of it? <laughs> um, yeah, but it's it's actually it's good. We just we basically just slapped our logo on a bunch of stuff. Like I found this this coffee mug thing because one came into my work that was had Microsoft written on it. I was like, well, Microsoft don't make mugs. So where did this come from? Looked it up and found I could just do the same thing. So so, yeah. so um, merchandising is going to become important because when you're on the road, it, it's what can help you eat. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah yeah we're, we're working on our website and stuff as well so we're, eventually we'll be able to get that up yeah, on, people on the website that. and be able to actually sell it properly to people who, who want it as opposed to just sort of calling people or taking it to gigs because it's not always easy to sell it when people don't have things to put merchandise in so um well that's it you, you've got to get your merchandise you've got to sell a few things on the road so yeah it's important people love it as well they, they can get really really into it and want to get everything eventually you know uh oh yeah 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 i'll tell you my mum's got all my merchandise <laughs> of course she has <laughs> that's just great yeah oh okay now um we talked about this particular person a little earlier let's bring him back into the picture again and this is kev roland and uh, what does kev roland author of the progressive underground mean to you Oh, he's he's such a fantastic guy. He he comes to so many of our gigs without even we don't even have to invite him. He just turns up. He's like, oh, I'm just re- re- reviewing your gig, by the way. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Cool. Yeah. He's oh man. He's he's done so much for us. Just putting us up on his website for you know just because he can, I suppose. Um, yeah. He's he's really really brilliant. We're lucky. We're blessed to have to have him come along and, and listen to us and, and talk yeah, about us and write about you and uh, and be yeah. that support. We we I don't know if he mentioned to, but for his birthday we actually wrote a review of Kev Roll. Oh, did you really? And sent it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was actually I, I can't really claim the credit for it. It was Dan Dan's idea, 
But um, it was really fantastic. I myself was blown away by, by what he wrote. Yeah. It was really, really good. How idea. long ago was that? But Kev, Kev seemed quite happy. Oh, geez, I kind of, I don't know, a couple of months oh, ago. Yeah. <laughs> whenever, whenever Kev's birthday uh, yeah, was. Yeah, I missed that one. Um, and if he sent me anything about that, I've got piles of um, posts I've not been through. So uh, I'll have to see if he sent me that one. Um, oh, that's hilarious, you know. So what does he say to you about your music and about what you're trying to achieve what does he say to you he just he raves he just raves to us about us he um he, he does he always encourages us and, and he's always saying like man you guys really need to be signed to a label or something you know um he, he seems to, to think that we've got the potential to take it somewhere um yeah he just he just he's basically just a mate really he's, he's a good good lad and he's giving you a helping hand because of course he's a, a world-class critic and he can get the word out there. Yeah, yeah. I ask him. I ask him for advice. If would you know if he's got contacts in certain parts of the industry and things, he's a good good guy to to, to know. I think. And I'm finding actually out that he's brought me into the New Zealand yes. situation of so many good musicians. Can't even get through them. That but they are all so very good. And and yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's connected me with many, so it's, it's opened up my he's, eyes. He's fantastic at connecting people, man. But it's just opened up a world, you know, a world of uh, just amazing music. So it's like a treasure treasure trove uh, opening up, and uh, yeah. So, but that's that's just really good. And um, as you know, Kev comes on here as a regular because he brings me all that intel. <laughs> I just let him go, you know. <laughs> yeah, I tend to. I, I I do I do listen to every now and then and, and hear him oh, talking. Right, yeah. Yeah, he does. Excellent. He's he's got a mouth. He can talk on for for hours. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. Love it. Excellent. <laughs> okay, so swiftly moving on with all of your experiences, and you're still you're you're a young group, of course. But you know, I'm just curious to ask you. I mean, can you name? Um, any specific time in your life so far when you had a real aha moment, which in that instant changed something significant within you. Now, I know you've talked about something already, but I just wonder what's on your mind now, whether it's the same or whether it's um, shifted. We can uh, have shifts. I don't know. I, to be honest, I can't even remember what I wrote on that <laughs> when you asked me that question earlier. <laughs> um, well, um, you said something about when I realised... I wasn't working in the job that made me feel valued or happy. It happened more than once. Uh-huh. And yes. there are songs I've written that reference it. And um, so, yeah, so just curious about that because obviously we have lots of moments. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't think of any others, really. It's it, like off the top of my head, those are like the main ones, that's the things that trigger songs. Like there are the sad or you know not not too great events or something that impacts you quite strongly, or um, and I guess those are those are them as well. But it's just I guess it's coming to the realization that I didn't want to be where I was and wasn't getting the value or appreciation that I needed from. from I, those I just think we're curious things, aren't we? Because we can land ourselves in a situation and have a job to support what we're doing. It can be totally miserable, but we'll stay there because of a wage packet, and you know that seems to make a sense, but. Why be so miserable in something to bring home a wage packet, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, I think one lyric from like King Hank Cage, that trading money for my soul, that same thing, like just 
doing something that doesn't have, make yourself happy and you're just getting money for it. Yeah. So what are you actually doing now? What job are you in that makes you feel happy because of the company or the people that you're with? What is that? It's it's usually more related to the company and the people that I'm working with as, as opposed to necessarily the role itself. I do enjoy it. I'm, I'm an account manager for an IT firm. Um, and yeah, I, I get to go and meet people. I was, I was previously doing more technical stuff, working in like system administration or on a help desk previous before that for, for another IT company. Um, but moving to a more like account manager, meeting people and it's so much, so much more fun. But then I've also got a team that is completely different to the team I've had before. We're all, you know, similar, similarly inclined, I suppose. They're all having fun and laughing. You have a beer on a Friday sort of thing. It's, it's so much nicer than, than other environments I've worked in. So Yeah. yeah. So just out of curiosity with what you've, you're saying, when did the aha moment come to you? Was it once that you give, gave in your notice or was it stepping into that job that you thought, oh, my gosh, this is so much better? No, the aha, the aha was... was when I started thinking of lyrics to a song, it's like, oh, crap. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, okay. So, yeah. you, so you were in the place that you didn't like, so you started thinking of your lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Because I've, you know, I've got, the, I've already written the riff, and I'm just playing it over in my head, like, what, what lyrics go on top of this? And then it just starts flying out, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> and that, that was synonymous with what the hell am I doing here? Yeah, yeah. And is that when you eventually gave your notice? Yeah, well, it led on to it, yeah. Led on to it, yeah. Oh, what 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 was the time? Was it months or a couple of years, or was it relatively quick? I guess I I from that aha moment, I sort of made my opinion clear to my boss and things, and, and things started changing a bit, and my role changed, and I got you know promoted and stuff. But it didn't really didn't really change much for me anyway. Like it, I felt like the damage there was already done. So um, I think I guess not. Maybe maybe a few months half a year or so after that promotion and things, it's just us moved on. I don't know if this was a separate one. I'm just curious about this as well, because you, you gave an, um, an example that, that would be that um, you had an there should have been an opportunity, but there wasn't for you to um, move into a particular role yes. in your previous working place. Was that also what was the kicking point? And you didn't get that particular oh, yeah. role that should have been yours. You were right for the role, but it didn't happen. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I even, I guess, not to dig into it too much, I suppose, but um, I even, like, they were sort of encouraged and said, you know, well, we're going to make this happen. We're going to do things to get you in this role. And then this didn't happen. Hired a different person for the role. And I was like, oh, okay. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> it was not long yeah. after that that I handed in my notice. Yeah. I mean, one of the beautiful things that Kev does in his business is he, he hires what he says is the right people. He doesn't give a damn what colour or age, what, whatever. It's the right person for the role. So the com company's happy. Yeah. And I just love that, you know? Yeah, that's what and you're going to do. If you're, if you're hiring yeah. someone for a role, you're going to hire the right person. You don't yeah. base it on anything else, at least in my opinion. No. Yeah. And, and, I tell you, they're struggling now yeah. from the decisions they made there. They're struggling really? now. Oh, yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, too much politics and not the right thing happening, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. It's life. And another curiosity I have, what, what would your, how would you lay out your ideas of what your goals may be? Let's just say for the next, you know, on a business level maybe and on a personal level. 
um, what would your goals be? Because I, I, I know that you have said to always keep climbing the ladder. And I know that you have said, um, I'm, I'm never going to be happy sitting still. What else defines that? Um, what goals could be there to keep it all going? I know you've got yeah, the passion. I guess now that I, in terms of my career and things, because, because I've taken a sort of a, a bit of a shift in the line that I was going, that still leaves a bit to be interpreted, I suppose, as to what my, my real sort of long-term goals are. But yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to just be stuck in an account manager role for more than two or three years. Like, there's no way I could just be stuck in this role and not have anything change or improve or become yeah. some sort of advanced version of that role or something. Yeah, um, but I'll always be looking on to to see where that where I can develop that and and, and yeah. move forward with it. So, and what is it that you actually do in IT? What do you do? So, what is it? So, where I was previously a technical, like you know, I was I was the system administrator for the, a certain company. I'm now working for an IT service provider, and I'm an account manager. So, I, all of our customers for that service provider, I I go and see them and make sure they're happy. Excellent. Deal with yeah. like issues that they've got or anything that's escalated yeah. past the service team yeah. and stuff. So basically just make sure everyone's happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite, exactly. And, and because I have a technical background, it, it helps as well. So I, I know what they're talking about yeah. when, when they're whinging. <laughs> yeah. Um, going back to writing, just a question that's just come up for me. Is there any area within Cafe Fistbite that you're trying or thinking of wanting to explore in? Or is it just coming out and channeling as you're doing it? That's generally how it goes. It all just kind of flies out on the spot. I there are, there are a couple of um, there are a couple of songs, especially just I guess instrumental things that I've been working on recently that are all waiting for lyrics to flow out of my head. Um, but they're they're a bit different as well. They're, there seems to be I guess I take influence from different sources as as they surround me. But um, yeah, it, there are definitely things different things that I'm exploring, but more randomly as they show themselves as opposed to trying to find them yeah you're not you're not searching because yeah. it's there anyway it's all there to be playing with and yeah I'm, and I'm always listening to like all sorts of yeah. different genres and and music yeah. so I'm always exposing myself to different things and different ideas so they tend to flow through can you tell me what this means because of course you've got your EP coming out and everything and plenty more new songs are waiting to be now I I read fleshed out into bangers what does that mean <laughs> oh yeah um basically to flesh out the song to, to make it a real proper song and to turn it into a banger you know a hit an awesome an awesome <laughs> song i get it now you say yeah. it like that yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> i thought it was flush out but you say flesh out. out yeah Put put flesh yeah, on, put, okay. put some meat on the skeleton and make it a real song. Put some, ah, uh, make it a great banger. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just add some beans. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I'm just being... <laughs> Well, you've got enough beans and all of you by the time. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm curious just to ask you a few questions. So who's, well, we've done this. Who's your favourite artist? You kind of said the, the band. Incubus. 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 I say Caribbean. Where did I get that from? <laughs> um, Incubus. Okay. Why are they your favourite band in one sentence only? I feel like they're just an older version of me. Excellent. Very good answer. Love it. So we're going to move on to the next <laughs> question. Bit of a question time here now. So what's your favourite rap song? Rap song? Oh, I don't know. Slim Shady? <laughs> oh, really? Well, I thought you could say don't like that. 
<laughs> you got me there, didn't you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> shady. There you go. Thank you very much. Okay. So who's got the best voice? Who's got the best voice in the world? Yeah, to you. Who, who, who's got the one? Who's the one that you go, oh, my God, that is just... Uh, mm, yeah. See, I, see I, I'm not, I'm not going to be biased and say Brandon Boyd from Incubus because I think, it, I think it's, act, it's actually... Oh, I, I can't remember his name, but the, the, the lead singer of Carnival is just like... Every time I hear that voice, I'm like... yeah. Yeah, yeah, great voice. Yeah, I can't think of his name. I'm sorry. <laughs> Excellent. So, okay, and swiftly moving on, where would you most like to play? Jeez, I don't know. I don't know enough venues that are that are cool. Like, I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I think I think in terms of yeah, come along. It's good fun. Um, in terms of like an, something I can think of that's a great next step for us would be something like the Tuning Fork in, in Auckland or something cool like the Power Station or something like that. It's a, a bigger venue with, you can get a massive crowd. But in terms of the question, they're not, they're not as ambitious as, as it could be like Spark Arena or something. But I think realistically, that would be really cool. So you, I've taken it you've played in the, the Ding Dong and, the, and the, the, the Dead Witch. Yeah, I want to go there. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And if you were so big, what's the place you would like to play? What's the venue? You know, you can travel anywhere. You can do anything. You're big. <laughs> Wembley Stadium, you know, Wembley Stadium. That... Yeah, Wembley. That's the only one that comes to mind. Yeah, we'll go yeah, on that excellent. one. Wembley Stadium. That will do. That will do. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your favourite, what's your least favourite music? The sort of the mass media dross, I suppose. The stuff that you just hear everywhere that doesn't really seem to have any real content behind it. Like, it's kind of like pop for money and not yeah. for music. Of course. Of course. Yeah. There's some good pop. So it's hard to say just pop is me. But, but man, some of it isn't. Yeah, absolutely. There just, you go. Just for money. And, you know, okay. Hurts. So who's the best guitarist? Man, I need to study up on musicians. <laughs> um, you can say you're guitarist. That's okay. <laughs> you <laughs> no, definitely not me definitely not me you said it not me i think you know oh no hard no, on no. yourself <laughs> no you should hear jesse and josh played it much better yeah yeah um well you can do i know you can't divide them so <laughs> so no, we no. can come that's back that's why to i was one. laughing yeah <laughs> yeah i suppose <laughs> we'll come back to that one at this time so where would you like to go on a holiday mm a fantastic question i really want to go to greece oh it's beautiful yeah i really really want to go there i haven't been know, to europe at all do you know where you would like to go in greece or do you have, do you have any idea the I, mainland or the islands or a lot of the islands seem really appealing to me i really want to go to skiathos just because of a little there's a little bit of family heritage there so it'd be quite cool to put my feet on that island um but just seeing Greece in general would be really, really yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's the most important thing in your life at the moment? My music. Of course it is. 
really yeah. silly question, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to tell someone to shut up, do you know in your mind's eye who that would be? You don't have to say who they are. If I had to tell someone to shut up? Yeah. The government. <laughs> um, you don't have to don't say who they are. Is there anybody that sort of really nauseates you? Obviously not. You're, everything's happy. Yeah, um, there are plenty of people that, that make me want to tell them to shut up. <laughs> a lot of people suck. Um, but, you know, sad and you had to move on, I suppose. <laughs> That's hilarious. What do you believe has been the most defining moment in your life so far? To be honest, I th- might sound a little cliche, but um, the formation of Cafe Fist Fight has been hugely pivotal yeah. now for my life. It's, it's really, I can't even compare it to other bands that we've been in, even together. It's just, it's such a different feeling. And it's, it's hard to even put it into words. It's just, it feels so right playing, playing these songs with these guys for all these people. It's, you know, I don't, want, I don't really want to be anywhere else but on stage playing our songs yeah. or writing new ones. Wonderful. You know, that's, that's the most beautiful answer you could have given. I mean, that's defining every reason why you seem to be very, com- well, not complacent, but very happy in everything because what you're doing is what you love. You love your job that you're doing. And this is the, it's more than the icing on the cake. This is what the, the heart bleeds for, isn't it? It's that, that yeah, creativity. Exactly. It's my outlet as well. Like I get, yeah. I get to get all my stuff off my chest for free. I don't even have yeah. to talk to someone yeah. singularly about it to say, hey, look, this is my problems. And, yeah, you know. absolutely. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> what? Like, that, that excitement of di- even just going to rehearsals, that being there, that, that team, that camaraderie, that feeling of absolute um, buzz. It's, it's, it's yeah. a buzz that comes yeah. within all the whole body, isn't it? And you just yeah, love I'm itching, those I'm itching for a band practice. It's been a while. <laughs> Can't wait. So, yeah, how, how long a while has it been since you've actually been able to uh, get together? Maybe like three or four weeks now. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking it must, it must be, be close to about four weeks. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah, yeah, which really blows. And I don't, I suppose within about a week or so, the level, the lockdown levels hopefully will be down. So, Hopefully we'll be able to have some band practices together without getting in trouble with any law or offices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. It's becoming a little bit of a new world like yeah. that, isn't it? And uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, let's hope this all does eventually back down, die away, and we get on with our lives yeah. again. And uh, It sounds like it's pretty tough you know, over there where you are as well. Oh, it's not funny. No. <laughs> it's not funny. No, but we're but we're very fine. But uh, there's people that are far worse than we are. But it's getting closer mm. and closer. The Gold Coasts appear to be, you know, a little bit. Uh, well, you know, if I say behind, it might, it might not be the right word, but it's um, the, it's certainly catching mm. up. And uh, yeah, so very sad uh, the way people are suffering. But um, it's it's yeah. Uh, let's just. You know, send out some very good vibes to them. And of course, when you get your music done, they'll be able to buy it and listen to it yeah. as well. So all those good vibes going out there, feeding our souls. That's what we want, isn't it? And of course, you can be found on um, Spotify. You can be found on Facebook, Instagram. Okay. And uh, and and your your EP, it's going to come out as a solid EP as well as are you going to be streaming it? Are you going to be, how, how is it going to come out? I guess there's probably something still to be planned with its release, but um, it, it'll definitely be available 
as the whole EP on Spotify and YouTube music, I suppose, and Apple Music, all that, all that stuff. Um, whether or not we're streaming things as well, I'm not, I'm not too sure about all those things so far. But um, but yeah, we, we'll, be released, we'll have to give some sort of release date soon, mm-hmm. I suppose. When you're ready. Um, when you're ready. Yeah, it'll, it'll be coming out as a, as a full four-song EP um, that haven't been on any platforms yet. So it'll be good. It'll be over doubling what we've got available now on proper platforms like Spotify. So, so. Um, uh, did you, I think that. you might have said something about a title earlier on, and I'm, I'm trying to remember whether you, that was attached to this um, EP. You'll like this, actually. So, my favourite album, this wasn't my idea, by the way, but my favourite album by Incubus is Morning View. And our EP that we're running, the title we're running with at the moment is Morning Brew. Oh, that's, you did say that. Morning Brew. Yeah, very good. Morning Brew. Um However, it's not morning as in the morning with the sunshine, but morning. To mourn yeah, something. The oh, okay. Yeah. That's actually quite clever play on words as well, I think. Like to, to mourn, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I, I wish I could claim claim that, especially seeing my favourite album rhymes with it, but it was actually Jesse's idea too. Um, but, yeah, no, I really liked it, and it speaks a lot to the, to the songs. We were sort of sitting there brainstorming for a while coming up with sort of funny things or silly play on words and Jesse said that and I was like oh yeah <laughs> well Chris it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here on my program and um my very best to your uh bandmates and uh Absolutely. once you've got all this happening and going on I'd love you all to come back and uh you know yes I know it's going to be a technical thing on you but I'm oh, sure no, we got you it. can do we got it. this we got this <laughs> I'm very keen for that that sounds fantastic yeah, yeah, that would be absolutely great. Can't wait to hear your your new material come out and your first. It will be the debut EP with Cafe Fistfight, won't it? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So you just go on and do another one after that, and eventually you'll have an album to bring out with them, right? Oh yeah, Is that the kind of. <laughs> well, yeah, it sounds like that, and it sounds absolutely fantastic. So thank you so much for coming on here. And thank you sharing. very much for having and- me. It's been a pleasure. You're really, you're very, very welcome. Well, guys, you've heard it today. That was Chris from Cafe Fistbite. And uh, isn't it really just good to hear how people just absolutely love their music with a passion and they're going to put it out there. They're going to enjoy it with you. You can get it through so many different mediums now as well. So even with the difficulties of what's going on around the world, at least we can get stuff out there. That That's the that's the main thing, wouldn't you say, Chris? That we are blessed yeah. in that way. Absolutely. Things are accessible wherever you are. Exactly. So if you were to say anything, oh, exactly. Very much of a silver lining. Yeah. So what would you have to say to any of your fans out there before we um, call it a night? Oh, well, thank you all very much for your support. It's always appreciated. Um, Thank you for listening to our sounds that we create for you. There you yeah. <laughs> there you are you heard that you heard that there from chris and so he's going to be popping off shortly so thank you all for coming and joining on uh, tpw tracy's prog world and i hope you've just had a great time here tonight don't forget to share this with other people people need to hear the music you need to share it uh these new bands coming out with all this new fantastic music yeah you've got to hear it got to buy it got to purchase it got to support it so we can keep it all going so um yeah don't forget don't be too in a rush if you're driving next to the Aussies you know they're very bad on the motorway I do love them very much I live here I'm married to one but they're not so good on overtaking on the inside lane they're a wee bit dangerous so be careful and wherever you are over the world take good care of yourselves and uh, don't forget to love one another care for one another 
love one another. And until then, take such great care of yourselves. Love your loads. And it's over and out from Tracy's Prog World. <laughs>